Welcome back to the Rainy Day Horror Show. Alright, it is Saturday. It is the weekend. I hope you're fucking relaxing. I hope you're taking a little chill pill and just chilling out. Okay, if you don't know where you are, you are at the Rainy Day Horror Show. If you don't know who I am, I am Dusty McBalls and the Certified Cougar Hunter and the man with the biggest set of testicles in this world, okay? And on today's little episode, we got something new. We got something brand new for you, okay? For your little ear holes, okay? We are doing Creepy Encounters. It is the first installment. Round of applause, round of applause, okay? It's going to be a fun episode. I have a creepy one, okay? But it's going to be fun, alright? Now, before you even, you know, sit down, okay? Actually, you're not going to want to sit down. You're going to want to, you know, this one's for the Adventure Crocs, okay? Lace them bitches up, alright? Because we're going to be running from a creepy man to our apartment hotel. Not hotel. I don't know why I said hotel, but to our apartment, okay? It gets a little nasty, alright? Now, this story is called, When a Man Follows You Home. Alright, it comes from the subreddit, Creepy Encounters, with the user, puzzle-headed, underscore, use, underscore, 566. Okay? And, you know, bring a water bottle, because it's going to get nasty. You know, we're going to be running, okay? Now, without further ado... Let's get into this creepy story of somebody running away from somebody being followed, alright? I was 22 and living on my own for the first time when this happened, in parentheses, mid-90s. I had just gone off work around 11pm. To reach my apartment building, I could either walk on the sidewalk, in parentheses, lit with street lamps, decently trafficked, or cut across this communal garden, in parentheses, pitch black, set back from the street. I saved about one whole minute of walking time by cutting through the communal garden, but being young and stupid, a lot of times I took the shortcut. That night, I got that weird feeling to not take the shortcut. I kept to the sidewalk, but there's no one else around. When I got past the garden, all of a sudden, this large man pops up from its exit path. There was no way he could have been in front of me or just behind me as I was walking. I would have noticed him. The only logical explanation was he had been hiding in the pitch black garden. A drunk who had been sleeping it off? No. My body was screaming at me to get the hell out of there. I began walking faster. My dad had taught me to always carry my keys in my fist with the key pointed out in case I needed to punch someone. So, I had that. But, I'm 5'4", and I probably weighed around 110 pounds. This guy was tall, 
and big. My only chance was to outpace him. I'm speed walking at this point and I feel him matching my pace, getting closer. His breathing heavy. I feel this angry energy coming off of him, but my apartment building is right there, so I put on a burst of speed. When I reach the entrance, two people are leaving and hold the door for me and him. I don't know why I didn't tell them I thought this guy was following me. My mind froze and I was just trying to get inside my apartment. Plus, I was still trying to rationalize it. Maybe he was visiting someone in the building. Maybe it was all just a coincidence. Don't be paranoid. Besides, it took only a couple of seconds for them to be out the door. I had missed my chance. I'm climbing the stairs as fast as I can. It's a three-story building and I live on the third floor. He's climbing the stairs too, rolling up right behind me, panting. That evil energy just emanating from him. I'm fast, but he's putting on speed. I get to my floor, which has four apartments on the right side, in parentheses, where I live, and four on the left. I pass by apartments one and two. He's still right behind me. I stop at apartment three, in parentheses, where I live, and he stops in front of apartment four, where I know he doesn't live. He hasn't said anything, just breathing hard, and I think there's no way I'm going to open up my apartment door and have him push me inside and rape me or worse. He also hasn't knocked on the door of apartment 4. Worth noting is that the apartments are U-shaped, with mine and my neighbor's door being very close together. So, I bang on my own apartment door as loud as I can, but yell my neighbor's name. Hey Kevin, let me in. In parentheses, not his real name. This startles the guy. Even more so when my own apartment door doesn't open, but Kevin's does. Kevin sees the guy standing right in front of his door and asks what he wants. The guy starts mumbling something about the wrong apartment, but I have my own door open so fast that I'm inside my place in a flash, locking the door right behind me. I grab my cordless phone to call the police, but... I hear Kevin through the door telling this guy he needs to leave. And the guy does. Kevin knocks on my door, asks if I'm okay. I thank him, say that I am, but I'm still frozen, adrenaline pumping, and scared. I thank him again and tell him to have a good night, and then I lock my door again. I have my phone in my hand, ready to call the police but I start trying to rationalize it again. What exactly happened? A guy followed me home, but then said he had the wrong apartment. Are the cops going to care about something minor like that? I try to calm myself down, but I'm also berating myself. Why didn't I run the instant I felt him following me? 
Why didn't I tell the people we passed when the front door opened that I thought I was being chased? Worse, why didn't I tell Kevin that the second he opened his door and saved me, he could have let me inside his apartment and we could have called the cops together? But because of my stupidity, everything felt so ambiguous and I was questioning myself. A couple weeks later, I'm visiting my grandparents and my grandfather is reading the paper. He tells me that a woman was raped in the apartment building across the street from mine. It's the same guy. He had multiple convictions for sexual assault and had recently been released on parole. Talk about an episode. Talk about a little story to just kick off a new series on the channel, right? That's crazy. That's really, really crazy. I, when I was in high school, little story time, little story time with Dusty McBalls, okay? When I was in high school, this probably would have been, I would have been 17 at the time, so this would either be 2017 or 2018. And one night, it was the summer, and I, yeah, it was 2017, sorry, I had a, yeah, it was 2017. I used to work at this little pizza shop, alright, I was a delivery driver, I was the sexy delivery boy that would bring you your pizzas, yes, that was me, okay. At the time, I had an orange eclipse, and it was sexy, it was the special edition it was a 2012, it was so sexy, it had nice subs, it was beautiful, loved it, but ended up getting rid of it because I was going to the military, and yeah, ended up not going into the military, and now I don't have my, you know, one of my favorite cars that I'm kicking myself about, but one night, I was working at this pizza place, okay, and I was the delivery driver, like I just said, and we had the health inspector coming the next day, okay, and it was like probably midnight and we closed like two hours ago. It was, I think it was like a Thursday night and it was just late. I was upset because I had to clean for the past two hours and I just like, you know, I couldn't go home and stuff like that. So I was upset and I was just angry and tired. So I hopped in my car once all the cleaning was done and everything and I was able to go home. Hopped in my car, and I started driving home. And I decided to take the long way home because I wanted to listen to some music. So, as you leave this, you know, delivery, this little restaurant delivery thing, um, there's a frontage road that it's off of. And I took the frontage road, took that all the way down to a Target that's down, that's like maybe five miles north of this pizza place. And then once I reach the stoplight where the target is at, I take a right and I go all the way to where this middle school is. And that's maybe like another 10 miles. And then right where the middle school is, there's a stoplight. And I reached that stoplight and decided to take another right. And now it's like maybe another like three, four miles till we're at the house, at my house. And... As I was going right by the high school, at the bottom of the hill, so the high school sits kind of on a hill. At the bottom of the hill, there's a stop sign. 
and then on top of the hill where the high school is, there's another stop sign. So, I see that there's this um, red pickup truck, and he stopped at the stoplight, or the stop sign, and I'm tired, I do not care, it is midnight, there's no cops around, so I blow through that stop sign, right? Right as I blow through it, and I'm like, I'm not like, you know, driving normal, I'm like cruising at like 85 miles an hour in a 45, like I just hauled ass down this road, right? And I see the, right as I get past the truck, I see the truck take off after me. And I was like, well, that's kind of weird because he, he, right as I passed him, he took off and then he got in the lane behind me. I was like, well, that's weird. Why would he do that? So I blow the stop sign at the top of the hill where the high school is just to see if he's following me. And he blows through it. So I know, you know, I was like, you know, it's on. Like, it's on now. And I turn into my neighborhood. And it's on the right-hand side. So I turn, I take that right, and I go into my neighborhood. And my neighborhood only has two streets. You go straight. And then as you're going straight, there's like this other street that goes off on like this little, this other street into a cul-de-sac. And my house is off is that, you know, that left-hand turn onto that second street where the cul-de-sac is. But I was like, at the time, I was like, I'm not going to go home because if he is following me, this is just going to be bad. So I take that other street all the way down, and I stop in front of what used to be the high school hockey coach. And I pause there, and I see him pull up right behind me. He stops, and he starts to open the door, and I take off. And I take off all the way back down the neighborhood on the road I was just on. And this dude takes off after me. And I take, as I exit my neighborhood, I take a right to get back onto the road. And as I take that right, he takes the same right too. And when you take that right, literally like not even a hundred yards it's the hockey arena is on your left-hand side. And there's, there's like this little break in the median where you can do U-turns. Well, I decided to take a U-turn and just floor it through there and successfully did it. Okay, successfully did it. This is why I think I should have been a NASCAR driver because I am just... My driving skills are impeccable. Even though I got a ticket for doing 95 into 50... Bro, I am impeccable at driving, okay? Yes, I did get a ticket going 95 into 50, so you can fuck off for that, all right? I was young, and I was having fun, and I had a sports car, okay? So anyways, I took that U-turn, and this dude in his red pickup truck hops the median and doesn't even take the turn that I took. He hops the median, and I kid you not, he was like maybe a foot away from hitting me. And so I flew by him, he hops the median, and I go to the top of the hill where the high school where the high school is at. And with that stop sign that I blew on the top of the hill, I take a right going into the high school, okay? Into the high school parking lot. Now, my high school parking lot has a lower level where all the students park, and then on the opposite side, like so if you're looking at the school, it would be the north side has where the students park, 
and then the west side of the school has where the um where the teachers and all the staffing parks and there's this little tiny road that connects the top of the bottom parking lot to the top parking lot so i turn onto i take a right at the stop sign and it goes down onto the student parking where the students park and i quick take that little um little street little tiny little road thing a little attachment that goes into the teacher's parking lot and i took that and then i exited out of that parking lot literally lost him within three turns and then i took a left leaving the um parking lot the teacher's parking lot onto the onto the main road took a left and booked it to the lake and completely lost him in three turns now they should have hired me for need for or not need for speed but fast and the furious bro my driving skills are impeccable to lose a person in three fucking turns i don't know anybody that could do it better than me right but i know mine isn't as bad as what this lady went through you know she got very very lucky but i'm just saying you know you know you're being followed when you know that sounds weird but trust me you just know when you're being followed and that was yeah that was my weird getting followed story it was trippy but i'm proud of myself for losing him in three turns but yeah this lady she got so lucky so lucky you know she must have some good karma on her side or whatever the fuck the universe must have just loved her that day because holy shit she got fucking lucky but damn i just can't believe she got lucky I also can't believe I'm that good of a driver still. I'm sorry. I'm still baffled by my own driving skills. Like, I amaze my own self. Gosh. But, anyways, that is the first installment of Creepy Encounters. I hope you guys enjoyed it. There are so many other weird, creepy stories on here that I'm so excited to share with you. This one's probably going to stay for a really long time. I really enjoyed doing this, okay? Brings another little bit of a real world aspect you know to the channel okay so this one will be cool i'm really excited to do this series but other than that you know it's saturday go out and enjoy your weekend um i hope your guys work week went great i hope you know you're partying tonight you're shopping today or whatever okay like go do something that makes you happy i want you to be happy i'm happy that you're happy okay I'm even happy for you being happy, okay? Alright? So, go out, do something, go to the zoo, go get Korean barbecue. If you haven't had Korean barbecue, that shit is so good. Go get some sushi. Those two are probably my top favorite too. Ah, I wouldn't say sushi. I mean, I like sushi, but Korean barbecue is still really fucking good. If you are in a city that sells Korean corn dogs, go get them bitches too. They are so fucking good. I always get the mozzarella filled one. Like, I know you can get, you know, a normal hot dog, like a normal corn dog, or you can get the half hot dog, half corn dog, or half hot dog, half mozzarella, or you can get the full mozzarella, or you can get the mozzarella with, like, sweet potato on the outside, or you can get the corn dog with sweet potato on the outside. Here, get this. You can even get the half corn dog, half mozzarella cheese with sweet potato, too, okay? But I always get the mozzarella 
you know, the mozzarella cheese fucking Korean corn dog with the little granulated sugar that they put on it. Mmm. So good. I don't even need sauce with that shit. That's how good it is. But if you haven't had one of those, go out and get them, okay? Go out have fun. Go out and enjoy something, okay? Go do something that you've been wanting to do for a really long time. I don't know. Maybe you want to go skinny dipping. Shit. Go skinny dipping. It's still summer, sadly, but I'm just excited for that, you know, autumn to come, right? That fall weather, that Halloween weather, you know, that sweater weather. Shout out the neighborhood. Favorite fucking band. One of them. Them and Arctic Monkeys. Love those two. So fucking good. And 60s music. You know, Jimi Hendrix. Don't even get me started on the big J.H. Alright? So good. But anyways, yes. Go out. Have fun. It's your fucking weekend. Alright? Don't be, don't be staying inside. Don't be doing yard work. Go out and do something fun. Alright? You deserve it. Okay? Take a load off. Alright? Fuck the haters. Alright? So... I'm going to let you guys go. Remember, stay frosty, stay foxy, and most importantly, the most important thing, where you will end up in one of my episodes. Stay safe, you beautiful peacocks. I love you. Deuces.